Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 73, or the undefeated Miami Dolphins, their 72 season technically, the Oakland A's, the New York Knicks, or the Montreal Canadiens episode. I am your host, as always, folks, Mr. Tej Butler, sitting next to me, Big Dill. Dill, how are you today, man? Doing well. Uh... Good old Wednesday. Waves to the crowd. <laughs> Middle of the week. Uh, looking forward to my soccer game tomorrow night. First time in three weeks we've had a game due to the go. holidays. So um, ready for some live sports myself. Currently getting back into the NBA, as we've mentioned before. And we have a little bit of a sports talk in general. You know, oh, kind yeah. of what we do. So Good pod. Good pod today. You know. Going to be a good one. <clears throat> ready for ready for action. Ready for some battle. Won my first Warzone game today. Solos, <laughs> that is. I've won twice before. But I just was talking about battles and thought I would mention that. So, he's anyway. for, hey, he's, Ladies and gentlemen, Dill is hyped up. You can't... You might not be able to hear it, but we can see it. So... And by we... I mean Doge <laughs> all the way up in Cleveland. Doge, how are you today? <laughs> doing well, man. No complaints here, uh, besides the Cleveland weather being as disgusting as it just possibly could be. It's just always gray and cold here, but we are getting through it. Yep. Ready, to, ready to start pushing into 2021, ready to see some some spring action here soon, and, uh, you know, just, just looking forward to... Uh, <laughs> It not being winter anymore. I'm yeah. done. It's only been two weeks of actual winter. Yeah. Any uh, Warzone dubs for you today? Well, I guess... Not today, but I've got... <laughs> I'm, I'm just south of 40 on the career belt. So, I've wow. got some catching up to do, talk. But I don't think I have any solo wins. I'll give you that. There you go. So, I that's... Need, I need my boys. That's what uh, one of my... One of my friends that I play with often says, he goes, how did you win in solos? I don't think I've ever won. And he has... I think 700 games played total, and I have like 180. Yeah, but, yeah. And so my first game I ever won, I didn't, I didn't have a single damage point. I just walked around with my my group, and I uh, definitely changed that up a little bit. But yeah. one of the funniest things from it is I didn't know my mic was on, and I had 10 people watching me, and I was just like, after the game... <laughs> my Snapchat, I'm recording, go, oh, crazy grandma with the dub, like, getting a solo win, and some dude's on there talking to me, he goes, man, like, how many kills did you get, like, I was like, oh, I got eight, and he was just like, oh, shit, okay, like, that's a good game, that's a good game, and, like, other people were just like, oh, blah, blah. I didn't know all these people were listening to me, Ridiculous. And I'm just talking trash, dude, it was hilarious, Ridiculous. I was so hyped that I was like, sorry, guys, like, this is my first game, like, I won. Wasn't trying to be a dick or anything like that, so it was cool. You know, it felt good. Pat myself in the back. I, I don't put up with guys like you, honestly. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why you haven't played with me, Doge. Like, <laughs> I need to get in there for sure. I've been on the Warzone grind for a little while now. So. <laughs> yeah, I do not. I don't play Warzone, so no dubs, no games played. Well, maybe like three games played for me. Light, light dusting, but light dudes. <clears throat> you never know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show for you. In the first quarter, we're going to be just doing a little rapid-fire recap of some of the major sports, since this is going to be a major football podcast, since we've got some great football upcoming this weekend. 
So in our first quarter, we're going to do that rapid-fire recap. In the second quarter, we're going to talk a little bit about the Heisman here. <clears throat> Third quarter, a little college football playoff recap and prediction here for the title game. In the fourth quarter, we're going to do a little guess the lines for NFL playoffs here in the first round. So first thing we got to do, as always, you have to warm up so you're not getting injured if you're playing any athletic sport. So why not warm it up here first? Big deal. I'll give it to you first. Since that seems like you got you're ready to go, you're hyped up coming off this this dub. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Uh, I forgot that that wasn't part of my warm up because I'm I'm pretty warmed up. But I'll yeah. get the uh, mouth. I'll keep it going here. You know, get the mouth completely warmed up. Yeah. Make sure the vocal sure. cords are ready to roll. Um. So as far as my warm up, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Florida since that's my team and um. Okay. That's about as long <laughs> as the game lasted because it was over pretty quick. So tough, tough. that moment of silence there was as long as the game needed to be played for us to uh, lose before we actually lost. But the SEC going 4-4 four and four this year uh, in bowl games so far, a uh, large part of that not being 3-5 and five is Georgia with a field goal as time expired pretty much against the University of Cincinnati, mm-hmm. what we call our locale, our hometown. So... It was a good game. Uh, it was probably the only game that I've watched fully so far, minus the other bigger bowl games. That whole day of football <laughs> for me games. on uh, January 1, and then the Florida game two days before that. So it was a great game. I did not expect UC to do as well as they did against the heavyweight uh, of Georgia or any Power 5 school, to be honest. you know I think that they had a great year, but again... The opponents really say a lot about it. So um, I think UC was better than people thought, better than I thought, and I think that could lead to more conversation about other teams getting in, hopefully, because I'm kind of tired of seeing the same three or four or five programs getting in. But um, yeah, yeah, they hung yeah. in there against Kirby Smart and the, and the Dogs. So. The Dogs. The Dogs. Dogs. <clears throat> but, uh... We'll get we'll get we'll talk about that a little bit more here the the, the bigger games but yep. that was definitely a good game at least they they held their own they they proved they're probably worthy of maybe being in there but you never know Notre Dame had with an expansion a good I think well. so yeah I was say four it's hard right it's tough unless you play like two or three you top play, ten yeah opponents. you gotta play some big boys and win so <clears throat> yep soon to come Doge I will uh I'll sling it off to you here for your warm up what do you got for us. For a nice little send-off to an otherwise rough season for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, catching some videos this week of Joe Burrow, making some some steps, walking across the room, walking out mm-hmm. on the beat he just did. Uh, CJ Uzama running on a treadmill. Uh, so looking like those guys are making pretty solid recoveries as, as far as things have gone so far. Yep. Uh, looking forward to having both those guys back out on the field next mm-hmm. year. So while well, this mm-hmm. year may not have been, you know, Exactly what we would have hoped for. It uh, it's looking bright, and those guys that have been out for a little while looking like they are going to make solid recoveries into 2021. So here's to brighten that energy and, and hoping that we have a, a solid season next year. Absolutely. Looking forward to the off season. The team's going to grow a lot. Let's hope so. <clears throat> we got to earn these stripes, Tosh. Earn the stripes, baby. <laughs> 
No, that's so encouraging to see. Uzama looked great, too. We have a lot of other guys that are coming off injury, too, not just those guys. Those guys had some pretty serious ones, though, so nice to see them moving and shaking, as you as you kind of mentioned. So, like you mentioned, too, the team has a lot of room to do, a lot of moves to make, fifth pick in the draft, so looking forward to that for sure. <clears throat> um, Ladies and gentlemen, he's first in field goals per game, first in mid-range field goal percentage. First in fast break points per game, <clears throat> and currently sixth in average in points per game. That man is Jalen Brown, member of the Boston Celtics, one of my favorite players in the NBA, just on fire right now. One of the, I'll say it, top five best two-way players in the NBA right now. Elite defending. And now he's really got his offensive game going, uh, just coming off one of his career highs there, 43 points in a game where he just looked unstoppable. So we get a couple more of those out of him this year, that'll be great. I th- certainly think he's going to be an all-star this year. Thought he could have been last year, but he's he's certainly going to be one this year if he keeps this up. So excited to see what him and Tatum do. And by the way, the 43 points was only in three quarters. He didn't play in the fourth quarter because they were beating him so bad. So it could have been... 60 or you know you know 50 something potentially if he played the whole game so really awesome to see and excited to see what they can do this year with with the j team so boys got you gotta love it playing the heat right now looking forward to seeing how that turns out always a good matchup against those boys first quarter ladies and gentlemen we got a little rapid fire recap like we mentioned let's go around the room Maybe do one topic at a time and just do a little rapid fire of something going on in sports that's not football because the rest of our show is going to be football dominated because we got a dominating football weekend. Dill, give me a rapid fire. What do yeah. you got for us? So I typically have some sort of uh, update around the NHL out of us and I'm going to bring that around today. So Doge with the Columbus Blue Jackets hat on, supporting up there I see. So, as I mentioned, um, the NHL is going to uh, move up their divisions as far, or move around their divisions as far as teams within uh, each one, and they're only going to be playing teams within their own division. Now, in the last, I don't know how many hours, they have developed, or they're having their first time with partner, uh, corporate partnerships for the divisions. So, I'll read them off. Uh, in These the are north, wild, dude. These are wild. <laughs> In the north, uh, we have the. That was a little redundant. I'm going to be here. Uh, Scotia North Division, <laughs> the Honda West Division, the Discover Central Division, and the Mass Mutual East Division. So, there we go. I'm out on that. That's what I'll say. The amount of money that they <clears throat> lost, uh, in the article, they got to do it. They got to do it. It makes sense. Yeah. You got to do it. In the article, just, it's just weird to me. As a league. I know it's probably more for other American sports, but they lost four point four billion, which yeah. a lot to try to recoup. That's so, quite a bit though. A couple franchises worth. Yeah. Which brings me to my rapid fire here. Rumors flying right now, ladies and gentlemen, that because the NBA has lost so much money due to the bubble having to pay for that, and then with no fans being able to attend games, that there are some serious rumors about expanding and adding two more franchises, which the leading candidates right now, <clears throat> I believe the top four are Seattle, Las Vegas, Louisville, and I believe Tampa as well. So 
those would all be great spots. We have to bring the Sonics back. Um, we need them again. They're, they were such a great fan base. Uh, I think there's problems maybe with the stadium they're having, but either way, I'd love to see some expansion. It would be cool um, to add a couple teams, but then you got to think that they got to protect some players and who the, who the team's going to protect and how that would all work out um, and some of the TV deal stuff. So looking forward to seeing if that comes to fruition, but for right now it's cool to think that some cities could be getting NBA teams, like especially Louisville is right down the way from us, so that'd be cool to catch some games. You know, like, I mean, shoot, I might get – season tickets just so I can go to every Celtics game that they'd play three or four a year. Why not? So really looking forward to that being a possibility. Dilly, you looked like you had a quick blurb there. Um, as far as the stadium, Seattle just got a hockey team, so maybe they'll just play in the Kraken Stadium. I heard it's not. No point, no for the NBA. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, that's what I heard. Though. I don't know. Obviously, I Because I know a lot of other stadiums are used for both. Right. Like the, the, <clears throat> the morgue is used for, what, the monster? What is their... Hockey team name? They've got the Cleveland Monsters up here, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Yeah. Cleveland Monsters and the... Yeah, but that's an NBA that they made. But that's an NBA... Yeah. That's an NBA facility that they also use with hockey. It's kind of not the other way around. I don't know. I just heard that it wouldn't be ideal, but they could probably do it while they build a new one or something. You know what I mean? Or, I don't know. But either way, Doge, I'll give it to you. Sure, so... Little NBA action is that, you know, we talked about it before. Suns were the hottest team in the NBA bubble, mm-hmm. riding that momentum addition to Chris Paul to that team. Uh, solid addition. They're playing really well. So fun to watch them. Keep an eye out for them as you're watching the NBA here in the next few weeks. Uh, with MLS, little switch up there is that Mesut Ozil signs with DC United. Oh. Uh, Club's seen a lot of success before with the likes of older international talent, which that's what Ozil is, but they've had the likes of Wayne Rooney before, uh, build some highlights, sell some tickets, so good move on their part, solid signing for them. Um, but, you know, uh, unfortunately, not a whole lot to say on my side from you know, the NHL, but appreciate you covering that deal on a <laughs> rapid fire. We need that. We need that for sure. <clears throat> like that rapid fire there, Doge. Um I'm going to just say a quick hot take while we're in the I'm, – I'm cooking this up now, just straight out of the oven. Chris Paul's got to be, like, MVP, don't you think? Like, look at the Thunder right now, and then look at the Suns right now. Like, look at the difference, man. <clears throat> put him, put him in the convo. Put him in the convo. That's all I'm put saying. Put him in the conversation. Put him in the convo. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, as long as Giannis doesn't <clears throat> get it, then it's fine. He can't get it, dude. He cannot be on the same level as Larry Bird. I just won't have it. Won't have it. <clears throat> won't have it. Speaking of somebody who could have been on the same path as Larry Bird, but he also did not do it, Steph Curry. For some reason, everybody forgot he could shoot the ball for a week and a half, and they thought he was bad. Um, and then he just drops a, what is it, 62, 63 burger on everybody? 62 bomber. Yeah, yeah, 62 bagger. So Career high, right? Yeah, career high. Reminding everybody, that just like, hey, by the way, I am just the wettest ball that has ever walked through the NBA. Warriors franchise record, too, past Clay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. So, I mean, he's just a beast, and I don't know why people forgot that. So, the Warriors don't look as like incredible as they've had in the past, but they're also missing one of their best players, um, and they've got some other you know younger players, and they don't have as many of the old veterans. So, they're not going to look the same, but they're still going to have Steph, who's going to be good. So, I think you'll see it, maybe not sixty three or sixty two again from him, but 
you might see some more 40-plus games from Steph because they don't have as, a lot of offense this year. So, <clears throat> And then I got one more quick one. Apparently, FCC is close to signing um, a striker here. They might, uh, you know, no official announcement yet, but uh, looking to add a striker, Lincoln, who is a Brazilian uh, member of playing for Flamingo. So looking forward to that. If that happens, we could definitely use some help on the offensive side of the ball, but nothing official there, just a rumor. So shouts out to uh, Travis Grimes and Laurel Fowler, who have been feeding me all that info via Twitter. Give them a follow. Big deal. Wrap up this rapid fire. What do you got for us? Yeah, last thing. Uh, we're switching to college hoops here. Um, the NCAA has determined that Indiana – as the state will host the entire yeah. NCAA men's tournament. So nice. I, I don't remember hearing anything about the women's tournament. I've not heard anything Any about input? I've got nothing for you. I I'm haven't not. heard anything about the women's tournament. Okay. I would imagine that if they're going to run them around the same time, they right. could use the same facilities, but uh, I don't know. To be basketball play in the title space. Yeah, to be determined on that, but... NCAA tournament, I don't think they can go another year without it. Financially. Terrible. And just, you know, how much fun and excitement that brings. So. Well, just for the, the kids. It'll be, it'll the be kids interesting too, but... how they determine time slots the first two days. In all the locations. Are they actually trying to do the everyone's playing tournament thing? I don't know about that. They had, like, talked about, like, an everyone's included. Maybe that was just, like, Coach K hyping that up. I don't know. He's also been a proponent of maybe not playing any like any right. games. Right. So. I haven't heard that too. What's the what's the rumor of the everybody plays? I think it was a it was a while ago. So don't like don't add me on this. But there was a rumor, and I saw some people getting behind it. They were trying to push for a tournament that included every NCAA team, and it would just like be one big tournament instead of like a lot of games. They'd like cut the season down a bunch and just play this humongous tournament. That way, everybody gets in it. Everybody gets all this TV money, and it's this big, huge, mega thing that it's, like, very exciting for, like, anybody's got a chance, you know, or whatever. <clears throat> so. That'd be legendary. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how you could pull that off in the state of Indiana. But... <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think, it doesn't seem very likely after the, you know, pulling off in Indiana, but maybe they have, like, they're, you have to, like, they started at their own league, you know, or somewhere, their conferences, and you have to, like, the best teams are the, the final 64 or whatever, go to Indiana. I don't know. Oh, sure. Okay, get invited to the dance. Right, right. The big, okay. you got the little dance, and you got the big dance, and then the bigger dance. The dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, either way, that'll be exciting. <clears throat> Very exciting. Certainly. Any others? Any others, boys? All right, let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. Hockey starts in a week. That's it. There you go. Boom. What division are you in? Uh, I believe we are in the Central. Discover, so, discover. Yeah, which is fine. Shouts out. Yeah, I guess. But good for them. <clears throat> Moving on, second quarter here, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, the other night, depending on when you're listening to this, we had some history that was made for that hadn't happened in a long time. <clears throat> Since 1991, there had not been a wide receiver that had won the Heisman, and now Devonta Smith. From Alabama <clears throat> has won the award. Desmond Howard won it last there for Michigan in 1991. Doge, give me a reaction here with him winning the award. Do you agree with this? Do you think anyone else should have won? 
and then just like your general reaction to his season and some of his stats. So, you know, leading up uh, to the push for the SEC championship and into the college football playoff, would have been great to see my Florida Gators send Kyle Trask to to grabbing a Heisman. But mm-hmm. um, you know, the game against LSU, the SEC championship, kind of you know showed that that wasn't going to happen. And uh, I agree with the selection. Um, he was a dominant especially in their push towards an SEC title and into the college football playoff. Yeah. Lit up Notre Dame in the first round of the college football playoff. And I just see him continuing on with that success. Uh, he's unstoppable force for that Alabama offense. And uh like to see him in the championship here coming up soon. So solid selection. And like you said, seeing a wide receiver win it for the first time in 30 years, uh, it's refreshing to not have a quarterback or running back up there holding the trophy. So, I agree with the selection. He was the best player of them all, I think, in that in that you know group of guys that they had as finalists. So, yeah, good for Devontae Smith. I totally agree. You know, while I might have been firmly driving the Kyle Trask for Heisman train, may have even started the bus to you know hey. to make the trip. That's all right. Somebody's got to start it. Shoot, shoot um, on board. We had to quickly change the decals on the bus. You know, as Florida lost <clears throat> to Alabama and had some of their other losses there, Kyle Trask, well, he had a great season, didn't end the way he probably wanted or the way the team wanted, and that, you know, that'll cost you the Heisman there. So we had to switch it to a Devonta Smith bus. <clears throat> you know, he's had 448 more yards than the second-best receiver in the NCAA, third overall in touchdowns, and that's not including quarterbacks. So that's running backs and tight ends, wide receivers, so – Incredible year from him. Really glad that he won. Seems like a great kid. Um, and then also, like you mentioned, Doge, just we haven't seen a non-quarterback running back in so long that it was really nice to see like those guys getting rewarded for something like that because he clearly was one of the best players in the country this year. <clears throat> so, big deal. Got any reaction here or any stats to add? Yeah, I'm going to read off a couple <clears throat> games that he had. Oh, boy. Here we so, go. First two games of the year, 89 and 63, respectively. Next to 164-167. Next to 73-203. Listen to this run. Okay, take out the set, or take out the uh, 203 I just mentioned. These four games, he had 203-144-171-231. And then he had a 22-yard game against Arkansas, but they won 52-3, to so... I mean, he only had three receptions. Not, you know, just not his day. Ran the ball. Right. Uh, against the Gators, 15 receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns. In the semifinals game, seven receptions, 130 yards, three touchdowns. Like, the dude is a stat monster. When you're watching him, he's a highlight reel. I'm surprised it didn't go to Mac Jones just because he's the quarterback throwing it to him and. Like we mentioned, I'm in so 30, glad that they didn't. Right, I'm so glad that they didn't. Like, if you take him away, I think that Max stats and games are much more dramatically impacted than if you take Mac away yeah. and put Devonte with somebody else. Devonta Smith is going to have a better season still. Um, I think if Trevor Lawrence would have won out and played it every game, I think that he would have been more of a favorite than Mac. But, I don't know, Devonta Smith, 
I'm going to be looking forward to seeing him in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> a lot of mocks have the Bengals taking him low-key, Dush. Oh, really? If Jamar Chase is taken before, yeah. We'll see, though. I don't, I'm not sure if we necessarily need a weapon or not, but I'm not going to be mad if he is on our team. Back-to-back Heisman winners is our, our first-round picks. Can't go real wrong with that, hopefully. If we sign some offensive linemen as free agents, I would be more open to that idea. I'm with you on that. A thousand million percent. Yeah. Spend some dough on the line, please. Please. How many times can we work it into the podcast? We'll just keep saying it until they finally do it. <laughs> we'll try and speak into speak it. into the existence. Lab. Right. Just keep, keep, keep speaking into existence. Yep. Congratulations, Devonta Smith. Certainly earned it. Incredible year. Looking forward to seeing him in the NFL. He's one fast dude, and he can catch the ball. That's for sure. <clears throat> I mean, he's just a beast, man. A lot of his, like, yeah. a lot of Mac Jones's throws from him and from other receivers were just, like, 10-yard slings, and these guys would just take off or yeah. like, make one great move, and they'd be in the, in the end zone. So, I don't know. He definitely did a lot of that this season. It was incredible. It's halftime, which means... Who do we want to go first? Uh, we got to go Doge. Save the show for the end. Doge, where can you find, where can we find the clubhouse specific uh, social media stuff? We've got our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook is the clubhouse. Twitter and Instagram are clubhouse underscore TCSN. Cheap Seats Network. So give us a follow, subscribe, like, interact with us. We'll be posting about our podcasts every week. So uh, keep a lookout for us on those social media platforms. Absolutely. Big deal. I'm so glad that you mentioned at the end the TCSN because it's pretty simple. You already said it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Facebook, the Cheap Seats Network. Nice and easy. Boom. Four letters, TCSN for four words. Okay. Twitter. At the Cheap Seats SN, you would think you would know what SN stands for, but you're wrong. I'm just telling you, the podcast, the network, it's out of this world. Doge? Any guesses? I have two. Go ahead, Teach. Floor is yours. I've got <clears throat> the scoring night, because there's a lot of scoring going on. Shouts out to Bradley Beal. It was written before this. 50, uh, I gave you a clue. I was going to go Suns Nation. Shouts no. out to Chris Ball and the boys. He said it's out of this world, though. That's why I was like Suns, maybe. So I've got, I've got Space Needle. Ooh. That would be really, really close. Topical aff, Doge. Dang. Uh. I was trying to that get that been Seattle, Seattle. I know, dude. Dang, man. speak that into existence. S- Supernova. That's what I was going to say, but isn't that one word? I think yeah, I've, I yeah. might have already done that one, to be honest. I, I guess we have, too. I got to start. I got to start. I thought guess. about that. I've guessed that before, I believe, too. So I was going to say. I don't know, man. Space nuts. Space nuts? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Like astronauts. They're space nuts. Sure. 
Sure. So, Twitter, it's at the Cheap Seats SN for oh, Space Nuts. Astronauts, space Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Good half times. Speak from the. Uh, We're about to start our third quarter. Yes. Celtics just ended their third quarter. It's eighty to eighty, tied with the Miami Heat. We got a good one. Hand toss. <laughs> we do have a DiGiorno commercial going on. <laughs> no free ads. Um, let's talk a little bit about the college football playoff here. Um, it was really surprising to see the 11th ranked team in the nation beating Clemson this past weekend so handily as well. And Alabama also took care of business again. <laughs> Alabama took care of business against, um, Notre Dame. Just give me a reaction of both of these games. And then just a quick little mini hot take. Some people are, are saying this. Is there any reason, if you're the Jags, that you're considering taking Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence here? So, uh, Dill, we'll sneak it to you first. All right, so just <clears throat> we'll talk about the games first and then the draft. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect anything different in the Alabama game against Notre Dame. I think that went pretty much just about as expected. Yeah, I love Ian Book, but if you don't have like an unreal quarterback, you're not playing against those guys. Their defense just can't hang with Alabama. Like they're just their yeah, whole team like, is the only way you beat power. Alabama is you be outscore them, really. Any like are I don't think anybody's really stopped on defense. Like I can never really remember that like this whole year they've been they've been big twelve offensively. Like yeah. defense has been their problem recently. Right. In the last year or two. Um as far as the Ohio State Clemson game, that did not go as I expected. I expected Clemson with Dabo Sweeney, Trevor Lawrence, three-year starting quarterback, to have a little bit more experience play into the role. I guess that offensive coordinator was, uh, you know, was definitely missed. But I think Ohio State never having the feeling of needing to prove themselves. I think that that played a big role um, into the game as far as like maybe because they're always hyped up and they're always the favorite that they kind of let games slide and teams are closer with them because of that. Whereas being the underdog in this situation, everyone was so in on Clemson. I think that they were like, hey, like we're Ohio State. like We are the Ohio State University. And they, they came out to play. Uh, Justin Fields had a career day. Um, what a game. In the biggest game that you can have it, minus the next one. So, yeah. I mean. What more can you ask for? So, I think that him getting smoked by uh, Skalski kind of realigned him to focus even more so. And I look like it hurt, for sure. I just, Ryan Day smirk, man, is just unbelievable. We don't need to get into that. I was going to say. While we're getting into that, you want to talk about two coaches that just, like, I'm just, like, don't have a lot of love for in this championship game. Nick Saban and Ryan Day. Not a huge fan. Not that they're, like, bad dudes by any means. They're just, like, those aren't my teams. Ohio State and Bama. Just... No. I prefer any other teams, more likely, honestly. But good for them. They're here. Yeah. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I think it'll be a great game. For sure. Unless, like, unless Justin Fields is really, like, banged up and he just can't go. Unless, like, damn. We're not even going to get to see that. We already know the theory about that. There's the Big Ten. 
Mind you, I got apparently Ohio State was trying to make sure that they are not a part of this, but whatever. I don't know. Big Ten was trying to delay the game because of some COVID action. But Justin Fields also would benefit from that. But, I mean, who would? I think everybody would benefit from that. I'm sure a fan of guys would, too. So If it's really about the players' safety, maybe they would. Right. We, we don't make those calls, so we aren't in those meetings. Not yet. <laughs> not, certainly not yet. <laughs> um, so, obviously, yeah, anybody who said Ohio State didn't deserve to be in the Final Four, just, like, you can wipe that egg off your face. I I believe I was one of those people, so hand up. But <clears throat> they proved me wrong. They deserve it. I got to give them their praise. They That was an incredible game from Justin Fields, maybe one of the best college ones I've seen in a long time, besides some of those Joey B games, of course. Shouts out to my boy. One thing I don't think I've ever seen is a Brent Venables defense looking so, like, out of sorts. Just, like, out of whack or, like, concerned or just, like, on their heels, like, they're always attacking, and they were just getting worked that game. So yeah, um, that makes me think that this championship game will be a pretty good one. Because if Ohio State can hang with them and they can really attack, then I think they'll be able to attack Alabama, who has been attacked like by other teams, like including Florida, yeah, and some other teams. <clears throat> so I don't know. Cool to see the Olave touchdown, the big one, because that's one that they messed up last year um, in that. That final game where Fields played, so that was cool to see that connection. Good redemption there. Um, he makes a huge difference for the Buckeyes. He's like, really and good. Man. He's fun to watch too, and like he looks the part of a wide receiver. Yeah. Like he looks like a guy, you know. I th- I don't on some mocks I've seen him like in the like second or third round, and I'm like, man, I don't. I guess, but I'm no scout, so don't get me wrong. But he just seems like he's gonna make big plays. But yeah. maybe that's he just isn't a good. Everything system with the great quarterback, too. Right. So. Dozier, give me your reaction to this game, or these games, excuse me, and then what do you think about the big game? Well, the, the Bama-Notre Dame game went about as I expected. Yeah. We, we talked about that. We figured it would be a blowout. It was. Um, and last week I said that uh, the Clemson-OSU game I thought was going to be close and high-scoring, and it, it didn't wind up being as close as I had expected, and... You know, I thought Clemson would wind up taking the close dub, and I was wrong there, too. Um, OSU came out. Fields surprised me a lot. Gave a huge boost to his draft stock, as you're saying. Maybe you even think about taking him early, you know, earlier than, than Trevor Lawrence. But, um, oh. you know, all I know is that I'm glad that the Bengals got their foot in the door last year and were able yeah. to take Burrow. The QB comparison for the 2021 draft, a lot tighter. Um, but... I'm really looking forward to the championship game. I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll touch on that here in a little bit, but I really like the way Fields played. You know, really was a scary play when he got banged up on that spin move and got hit in the back. Um, but he, he toughed it out, got through the game, and uh, certainly could be fun to see an OSU QB go down to play for Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Oh, that's little rumor mill spinning there, that's for sure. So we'll just have to see. That's what people are saying, dude. Who knows? That's what people are saying. He was a part of Urban's recruiting, right? No. Apparently he's quoted as like being like pretty upset with Ryan Day for like going out of the program to get a quarterback and like was like when I was at you know, none of my programs had to go, you know, get a transfer QB or something like that. So I don't know what 
it wasn't his guy, but I don't know why he'd be so weird about that. It's kind of like how you get good quarterbacks now. Oh, you can get a top dog to come back over to your team and play for you. Fields has proven himself now, so. Right. I just think that his inconsistencies are more uh, than Trevor Lawrence. Like, Trevor Lawrence for three years, you've seen, but I don't know, maybe there's a higher ceiling with Justin Fields. He's more prone to the uh, Russell Wilson. He's the Kyler Murray. He's, I don't think, he's not like Lamar Jackson at all, but like, He's, He's like, been super good this year, but I'm not going to be prisoner of the moment, dude. I think I'm still taking Trevor Lawrence. Like, right. It wasn't fail for Fields. It was tank for Trevor. Like That's what people were doing. Right. Right now, we're looking back at it because they beat him head-to-head and going like, oh, I don't know. Now, if Justin Fields comes out and whoops Alabama's butt, like just slices him apart, then, yeah, you might have to go like, okay, this is what's going on here. But That would certainly make it more interesting. I think I'm with you there, T. I think I would still take Trevor Lawrence. If the ba- yeah, if the Bengals didn't, let's say Dalton was just up now and we didn't have Burrow and we had the number one pick, there's no way you could talk me into taking Fields unless he slaughters, slices up, slices and dices Bama here coming on Monday, which he certainly can. So it's not like it's out of the question, but right. I just am going to need to see it to believe it because I've seen Trevor Lawrence make some big plays in big games. And the way he moves with his feet, I think, is going to be really dynamic in the pros. Not that Justin Fields, uh, you know, doesn't, but Trevor Lawrence is so big, too, that it'll be like kind of Cam Newton-esque with, yeah. you know. We've seen so much success with Josh Allen kind of having a similar, yeah, yeah, similar yeah, yeah. play style. Big, strong arm and the ability to run out to, to open space and really create. So uh, he's had success, and uh, we didn't really see that coming out of college. And Trevor Lawrence, we already know it's coming. It only get better, I think, so. Yep. All right, let's move on here. Topic number two. Doge, I'm swinging it right back to you. Who you got in the national championship on Monday, pending no COVID delays? Sure. Pending no COVID delays, uh, I still expect to see a close game here. Two really high-powered offenses, like you said. Alabama's defense is where they have kind of been struggling all year. Um, I see OSU capitalizing on that. They were able to run all over Clemson, and then when you least expect it, drop a bomb off to somebody else downfield. Fields was really able to take advantage of that. I'll be pulling for OSU in this one. I usually don't pull for the Buckeyes, and I apologize to my brother-in-law, Charlie, listener of the pod, who's a big Columbus guy, big OSU fan, but being the Florida fan that I am, uh, never was really pulling for, for the Buckeyes before, but I'm pulling for them. Here in the championship game, however, oh, if I was a betting man, apparently oh. I am in the legal states of Indiana and Illinois and whatnot. No, sure. Uh, I probably would be putting money on on Heisman winner Devontae Smith and Nick Saban to take home the title here for Alabama. Wow. Wow. Want to see a great game? I'll be pulling for the Buckeyes come come championship night, but. We'll just have to see how it goes. Absolutely. We'll have to. I, uh, like I kind of mentioned before, I don't really have a rooting interest in this game. Not a big Bama guy, not a big OSU guy in general. Um, so I'm hoping for a Big 12-style shootout here, just points, 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 points. That'd be a lot of fun. <clears throat> I'd like to see these quarterbacks and these offenses just 
just go off. Maybe some good defensive plays, but I'd like to see Alave, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle. You know, some of these guys. Um, <clears throat> what is the OSU running back's name? Sermon. Sermon. I was trying to. I was going to say Simon, but I was like, it's not Simon. So Sermon. I'd like to see him go off as well. Um, but I don't know. I'm. I'm sticking with it. I think the Buckeyes are going to pull it out. They got the momentum. They got the disrespect from Nick Saban's daughter, who's trying to say that they're trying to cancel the game. Um, they're afraid to play him, which is like, why would you be afraid to play him? Like, they're just, just you know, they're quality team. They're a good, good club there. Um, I think the Florida Gators, like I mentioned earlier, you know, almost gave it to the old Bama. <clears throat> Bama tied there earlier this year. And I really think Ohio State has a, a better offense, and they've got a little bit more momentum with them right now um, than that Florida team did then. So I think they have a chance to do it, and I think they're going to do it. But like you mentioned, Doge, it's really tough to count on Nick Saban and the Heisman Trophy winner. So I'm not sure, but I'm looking forward looking forward to this game a lot. I think it's going to be one of the better ones we've seen in a while. Big deal. Who you got here in this matchup? So, I think that in my gut, and if I was a betting man like you, Doge, I would go with Ohio State. Ooh. Because if they are able to have the pass rush and defensive line pressure like they did against Clemson, I think that Alabama and Mac Jones are going to be in a world of trouble. I think that it could turn ugly. Another game where a lot of points score, but it's a similar outcome where the score is, you know, it's a two or three possession game at the end of the game where it's 52 to 35, you know, something like that. Um, I don't expect it to come down to the last possession where everyone scores in every possession, similar to the SEC championship game with Florida. Florida just didn't have enough time on the clock left to right. go down the field, but there were no stops that entire game pretty much. So Very that's little, yeah. that's the vulnerability of Alabama is that they don't have that defense that is going to hold them to six points or 14 points, you know what I mean? Right. And I think that their offense is more likely to fail because of that Ohio State pass rush. Sure, sure. And I think that's going to play a huge factor. But if they don't, then it could be a 60-something, 60-something game, which would be unreal. Plus, like, Tua was pretty mobile. Mac Jones isn't, like, not that he's I not haven't mobile, seen that from him. He's not, like, mobile, you know? He's not. He's pretty Mac Jonesy. Yeah. But. Dude, I heard a wild fact today. I'm going to look this up again. And Sermon's a beast, dude. Not that. He really is. Not that Najee Harris isn't, but. Guess what Mac Jones' name is? Have you ever heard what his full name is? McCameron? Michael McCorkle Jones. I understand why he goes by Mac now. Michael McCorkle? Yeah. Ooh. McCorkle. I might, I might just go by McCorkle. All right, McCorkle. McCorky? Hey, Mickey. McDojal? Corky Jones? Corky the, Jones? The freaking Corkster, dude? How can you not go by How can you not go by Corky if your name is Michael McCorkle Jones? Are just Mikey Corks? Mikey Corks? Mike Mac? The corkscrew? Yeah, the corkscrew? Dude, this guy's got nicknames, and he just chooses Mac? Chooses Mac? That's boring. Come on. No wonder they're going to lose. So, what? <laughs> yeah, we need, we, hold on, time. we have to change our picks now. Now that we know McCorkle's not actually playing. 
Um, all right, so what I already said what final score I think it could be, which is fifty-two to thirty-five. Oof. What are you What are you putting on some final scores here? Do we have the spread for this game, by the way? No, I can look it up real quick. Get the stats team on it. <clears throat> um, thirty-eight. No. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm going thirty-eight. Four. Ohio State twenty-eight. Bama. Wow. I think Ohio State's going to be able to tick the clock a little bit with their run game. Bama too, so they're not going to. Open it up to like the end of the game where they're really gonna start scoring. If I had to take a guess, I think I would go forty-one thirty-five. I was thinking that one real hard, Doge. I said Bama before. I'll stick with them now. But like I said, I'll be pulling for the Bucks. But I think forty-one thirty-five tied. Roll tide. Be what pulls it out. What was the spread? Any guesses? Bama plus. Plus. Uh, Bama minus, plus. Minus, 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 minus. I was going to say, there's no way you meant to say that. That's why. Seven and a half? Okay. Injury? Bama? Mm, didn't really think about the injury. I'm going to stick with my, my gut here. Vegas knows always, Doge. Come on. I'm going to stick with my gut oh, here. Southern I think field. I'll take Bama. Oh. That's a Bama huge factor. Four and a half. Uh, Bama minus eight. Oh, Markel Fultz done for the season. Torn ACL. Man. Who was that? Markel Fultz. He was having such a good year. What a bummer. Oh, I saw that, dude. He just he planted his leg. It's this game against the Cavs here. And yeah. It just, it just looked bad. Yeah. Oh. Poor one out. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, man. He went down right away. He was in a lot of pain. That's sad. He was really starting to pick his game back up. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a painful injury. There's no okay. doubt. All right. Carry on, though. No, I was just saying Bama minus eight. Oh. Is it? Mm. What so. is it? That is what it is? Yeah. That is what it is. Yeah, Dill was stats team. Good. Good look at me. Warming up for the fourth quarter, baby. <laughs> Come on. I knew Late. this was coming. That's why I had to get a little. NFL, first round, playoff, guess the lines, and then predictions on top of it for each game as well. Why not? First game, Saturday. We've got, first of all, ladies and gentlemen. Are, are we going with the winner of the games, or are we going with the winner of the spreads? Winner, winner of the game. Of the game. Right? Say the spread winner of the game. You can also say who you'd bet on if you'd like. Why okay. not? First of all, ladies and gentlemen, we're making history this weekend. This will be the first weekend we have three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday because we expanded the playoffs. We, as in the Cheap Seats Network, we called up Roger and we were like, hey, man, listen up, guy. No. The NFL did this. We're thankful for it. Saturday, 1.05 p.m., first game of the year, year for the playoffs, excuse me, first game of the playoffs. It's a great one. I'm not going to lie. Really looking forward to this one. Shouts out to Big Ed, man. Colts are in the playoffs. Colts at the Buffalo Bills, who will have some fans for this, I do believe. Not a ton, but a few, and that's enough to make a difference there, just knowing some fans are in the stadium. So, 
Dale, I believe you won the round last time since you were on a, a hot streak. So we're going to have you go first here. And then um, wait to see. Well, I'll do the lines, and then we'll do the, the who we think is going to win first. Okay. I guess <clears> it'll kind of give it away with your line a little bit. I think Bills minus seven. Wow. Doge? I have a Bills minus four and a half. I have a Bills minus eight. Which is kind of disrespectful to the Colts, but... They're limping in. The Bills are not. Yeah, right. The, the Bills, Bills are freaking on fire. Yeah, the Bills Gosh. are buffaloing. Bills, though. The win. Let's see. I got Bills on the win, too. I think the Colts could slow them down and, and make it a game for sure, but... They're, dude, they're sneaky good, man. And there's a lot of power behind Phil going, hey, this is my last ride. You know what I mean? Like the Ravens, they had a little improbable run there with Ray Lewis and his last ride. If old Phil... I think if he was an old, like a full-time Colt, it would be different. I don't know, man. I think it's just the respect, you know? Real legend. I don't know. Personally, that's... It is time for him to go, though. Yeah, but maybe he gets on a couple of W's in here. Besides the Chiefs, if I'm the Bills, this is the only team I'm really worried about, honestly, because their defense is so good. DeForest Buckner is great. Leonard's great. Their corners are pretty quality. I mean, Josh Allen's going to sling that rock, but... They have some pieces. Yeah. Have the spread. I'm peeping at Stats team is, is phoning in right now. Bills minus six and a half. Freaking guy. Put him on the board. Uh, no. Like push T sig I numbers on the board. <laughs> we'll put these numbers What'd you on. guess there, T? I guessed eight. And what do I Seven. Seven. You scoundrel. I know. Yeah, I went first this time, so I don't want to hear You're about that. You're going first that. again. Put these numbers on the board. We got Rams at Seahawks, 4.40 p.m. I have no idea if Goff is playing or not, which is going to make this line wild. All right, I'm going with the assumption that he will play. I still think it's Seahawks minus four and a half. I have Seahawks minus four. That's going to be my other one. I had the half in there. I, I had so, Seahawks I was, minus six. I was so glad you added that half. I was like, oh, no. Don't steal it from me. Don't do the piggyback. Let's see what we got. Seahawks minus three and a half, baby. We're rolling. We're rolling. Oh, so off on We're rolling. Teams. It's playoff nice. ball, Doge. It's playoff ball. I don't know. They just had the Bills minus eight. I know. Oh, they have. Six and a half. Six and a half. I don't know, man. I don't think the Rams are that great. Even with Goff. That's fair. I'm with you on it. Seahawks have no defense, though. Yeah, fair enough. You never I don't know. They they know each other, too. That's what makes it a little weird. Yeah, divisional matchup. Yeah, third time playing each other. Mm Mm-hmm. It's strange. 
<clears throat> All right, this might be past his bedtime, but it's old Tim Tommy Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team at 8.15 here mm-hmm. on Saturday night. And I am going Buccaneers minus five and a half. I was going to say that. But so, <laughs> I'm going Buccaneers <laughs> minus five. Sniper. Dill changes it up, dude, based on other people's guesses. Trickster. He's a trickster. Dude, I, I believe this one's going to be bigger. I think it's Bucks minus seven. Like Bruce Arians said, we're not playing Dwayne Haskins. We're playing Alex Smith. Welcome to the board, Doge. Bucks minus eight. Jesus. There we go. Really? I mean, who's going to play quarterback for them? The Washington, like, are they? Can the Washington football team score? Alex Smith. He's like hurt still. Didn't he just play? No, he played against. Didn't the, he? he played against the Eagles. I thought Ole Heineke played. No. Sunday start. Early scratch for Heineke. Alex Smith is is in. Yeah, because Bruce Arians was saying that. He's saying we're not playing a 7-9 team. They're 4-1 when Alex Smith plays. I guess if you're going to quit in the second half, you're certainly right. Shouts at Doug. That was, that, what a lame, lame Pathetic to watch, too. Really ridiculous. I'm, mean, I'm almost. I'm actually glad it was in primetime TV, so everybody got to watch and hate it together. Be like, dude, yeah. this is bullshit. Yeah. Because if that just like is a one o'clock game, it gets swept under the rug. Nobody really talks about it. Yep. But I, everybody's just like, dude, like, are we? Playing? I really don't think the Giants have a whole lot of room to get mad though. Like, they can't be that. They can't be that games. mad. They can't be that mad. They can't. You gotta win more than six games. They gotta win more games, but you still like gotta try to win games. Or try to tank games. Like the half and half is like so weird to me. That they're winning, they're trying to win. They're like, ah, you know what? Let's bench him. We don't need Jalen Hurts. Nathan in there. Old Nathan. He did not look good. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to Sunday. Doge, you're gonna be first here for this first game of the day. Mm-hmm. Heyo. Great one. Ravens at Titans, 1:05 p.m. What do you got here for this line? Dude, this one's going to be a weird one. Crazy. This game could be wild, man. So. Hmm. History. There's history here, too. You know, like. Yeah. Ugh. Raw from last year. There could be revenge. There could be just, like, we're just the big brother kicking your ass, like, kind of vibe going on. Like. Hmm. The Titans managed to squeak out the the needed win at the end of the season. But I think that the Ravens are going to get some love. And even though the Titans have home field advantage, I think the Ravens are still minus one in this matchup. I have Titans minus two and a half. I have Ravens minus one and a half. You scout. Freaking home team. I know, but... (laughs) The disrespect. Ravens, Dill's a freaking... Guy, of course, minus three and a half. Oh my! I didn't think it was going to be that much, Neither man. Did I. But I thought I thought the Ravens were going to get some love. Yeah, I figured they'd get that half point win. love for the home field. That's a they think they're going to smoke them. I think the Titans are going to win. I don't. I do. 
I they like don't have Tannehill. a defense. I don't think they have anyone who can even come close to stopping Lamar. He's just going to keep turning out first downs, dude. It's ridiculous what he can do on third. Derrick Henry just rushed for 2,000 yards. Who's going to stop him? Dude, it's just going to be the run show. Like, just running the ball. No one's going to pass. Baltimore just had 440 yards on the ground. Dude, I just, I don't know. The Titans have a weird way of just, like, rallying the troops when they need to. They really do. So, like, this game is just going to be such a great game. I'm glad it starts the day. You know, like, just really sets the tone. Freaking playoff Sunday. Come on. This is the game I'm looking forward to the least, the next one. I, I really thought you were going to say the most, and I was like, what? No. What? Like, no, we, what? We know which two I'm looking forward to the most. Bears at Saints, 4.40 p.m. on Sunday. Saints minus 34. Oh. No. Lock it in, lock it in. We heard it. We heard it. We heard it. We heard it. I think... Okay, uh, so Doge. <laughs> Saints minus nine and a half. Doji. Saints minus five is what I had. I had Saints minus eight. Drop my phone. Let's see what we got. Stats team is ringing. Bring. Bring Saints minus 10. Friggin' That's bees. what I was going to say, but I put a half on there. Good I don't stuff. understand how you think the Saints are going to beat the Bears by more than the Bucks are going to beat the Washington football team. Because Washington has a pretty good defense. Chase Young's uh, a beast. Alex Smith is a game manager. Alex a beast. Beast. Yeah, but he's not the same... Is Chase Young? It's just not. Oh my god, bro! Because he's a, he's this a, is recording. He's a this linebacker. is recording. You're saying this, he dude. They're so good. They're so good. But he but so he will good. drop back in coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Chase Young he's is still on like the had, line he like led the league time. in sacks like one of the years. Like if not last year, it was the year before. If I'm not mistaken. Cleo Mack is a monster. But the Saints are just, it's team of destiny. Drew Brees said he's likely retiring, I think, after this year. Like, you want to talk. nine broken ribs. He better. Yeah. My goodness. Mm-hmm. I right. can't believe he's still playing. I can't either. That's probably why, though. It's because he's like, oh, Jason Tatum. My goodness. One less dance. Wow. All right, well, Dill's already locked it in, then. Yep. Beat. Oh. Go ahead, Dill. What's Steelers minus what? I think with uh, Stefanski being out. How lame is that, dude? I mean, obviously you got to follow the rules, but it's just like lame as in like, dang, that sucks. So, That's tough for the Browns. How? They don't have Denzel Ward either. Oh, we yeah, haven't had Denzel tough. for a, a minute now, but... I know, but he's such a huge addition to that team to not have him for the playoff game. Dude, between him, uh, Delpit, um, Greedy Williams, we have our... Uh, Offensive line coach, our tight end coach, our defensive back coach, like all of our position coaches are out. Our play caller and head coach, Stefanski, who I think he's done a great job at managing games and finding ways to keep the ball moving. He's had some great play calls this year. 
And I think that his presence on the sideline has been a calming factor to the Browns. Like, hey, like, we can win this. Like, like let's just keep our foot, you know, on the pedal and let's just go. Like, like I said earlier, the Browns have won plenty of games this year that we normally would lose at the very end of games. Like, we gave up so many games over the years where we played well and then the fourth quarter comes around or the last five minutes in the fourth quarter and we shut down. So this, I mean, it's terrible. And, yeah, getting to the playoffs is great, but I feel like this is going to be a blowout. Really? You guys are missing Batonio, too. Yeah. Huge presence on the line. Correct. Yep. Like, a blowout? Oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, it's a rival. The Steelers barely lost to us yeah, last Pittsburgh. week. It, yeah, this is just setting us up for failure. There, I think it's Pittsburgh. Dude, they're minus, not that good. Pittsburgh minus eight. You gotta run the ball in the playoffs, and they cannot run the ball. I, I just, I don't know. It's a bummer that Stefanski's not gonna be there, so that's why I think you're gonna lose. But I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Freaking Bake Show's gonna rally the boys. Come on. Where's all the Cleveland Browns hope? I've, this is wild to me. We get in the playoffs and we're, we've got 20 years of garbage quarterbacks and we're hopeful every year. Now we're in the playoffs and we're ho-humming it. I, I won't have it. I won't have it. I'm rooting for the Browns. I think they're going to have a great game. Honestly, I think they could beat the Steelers. <clears throat> but if Stefanski's calling all the plays, probably not. That's where it's really going to hurt him. But I just think that this is such a good fuel for all of those guys. Just be like, dude, the the freaking NFL is trying to screw us. They're trying to give why, us a W. Why are regular season games postponed and moved around and they can't change this Sunday night game? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't get it. Uh, I heard a, a tiny rumor. By the way, mind you, it's Wednesday, so this, there's still time for things to move. They've already been ruled out. Highly doubt it. As far as the game itself. I'm saying I heard moved. somebody said they might move it to Monday and then move the Natty Championship to Tuesday because of all the COVID stuff for both of them. But I, but we'll I doubt it. But that would be sick. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday of just elite football games. Yeah, high level. <sighs> Best would of the be, best football. Would be great. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know. I just... I've got more faith in the Brownies, I think. I, and I just don't want to believe that the Steelers are any good. So, I'm not going to. What's your line? <sighs> Mine was See, minus eight, by the way. Steelers. I don't know if you guys heard me. I know we were talking about stuff, but I think Steelers minus eight. See... I'm going with what Vegas thinks. I would like to point this out. This is not what I think the I would like who I think is going to win. But like I think it's going to be Steelers minus six. Like I think a lot of people think they're going to win, just like you guys do. They're going to bounce back. They're going to you know blah blah. blah but I don't. Know. I personally think the Browns are going to hopefully pull it out. Cleveland I'm is the to reason. Win you guys, I uh, I had Steelers minus seven and a half. Oh, this guy, this freaking guy, he's just, you Doesn't matter, boys, Steelers minus six. Uh, there you go. Don't matter. And, I mean, the Steelers, almost with Mason Rudolph, they were a two-point conversion away from beating the Browns in a game that the Browns needed to win Correct. last week. Correct. The Mason Rudolph Steelers. 
He is a little bit of our arch nemesis, though, you know. And we can't guard deep balls, and he throws a good deep ball. Yeah. He had a couple really great throws. He had a couple not-so-great throws. That's why he's not a starting quarterback. He is just such a little... Uh, guy. Don't even get me going, okay? Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you have more reason to hate him than I do, but I just, I, I almost can't even see the good in him when he, he makes good plays. I just don't even want to acknowledge it. I'm with you. I actually he's really liked him. One of the most punchable faces in the NFL. I really he's liked him coming out of Oklahoma State. I didn't think he was going to be like a starting quarterback caliber type, but I think that in college he was a... He's a slinger. He was a good uh, quarterback in college. So, it's they're just they're not a good team. It just stinks that you guys have to. All this stuff is happening. Like all your guys yeah. are out. Listen, they finished the they out. finished the season poorly, but they also didn't really have a bye week all year. They were just gassed. They still haven't had one though either. So they're still gonna be gassed though. That's my they point rested too. their boys last week though, against the Browns and almost won. <laughs> That's why I think it should be higher than six. <clears throat> you got to run. I'm going for the Browns. Don't get me wrong. I'm just I, telling you, you have to be able to run the football in the playoffs. It, it's just a different game. Like the NBA, it's a little bit different. I think that if there were fans in the stands and somehow the game, like if we won the division, that looked like a bad fall. Uh, if we would have won the division and it was a normal year with fans in the stands, I think that we could still win with all of this going on, even though it wouldn't happen with people in the stands. Like, if for whatever reason, all the coaches were out due to... I don't even know what reason that fans would be allowed in the stands for that. But I think that that energy from the stadium, we could get through it more likely than no fans in Pittsburgh on the road with this happening. Sure, yeah, man. So I just, I don't know, Art. Duh, yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, yeah. If you're at home and the boys are going, like, yeah, in our perfect situation, you'll probably be better than this, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I, I'm i sure, by the way, I'll just put this out, too. I'm sure Mike Tomlin is going to just rally the Steelers. They're going to be in their friggin' AFC championship after they say this. But I just don't have a lot of faith in their team. I The freaking Bengals beat them, Doge. I'm aware. With, by the way... Brandon Allen. No. Or not, excuse me, Ryan, Ryan Finley, Finley, who's our third string guy. That oh, was yeah. funny to watch. So I just, they can be beat. They can be got. So, I don't know. Either way. I'd like to see it. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm glad they put it in the prime time. I wish old Stefanski was able to join in the tent, but. Listen, I hope game. you're right, man. I'll be pulling for the brownies up here in Cleveland. It's infectious <laughs> up here. People get excited. Who it's wouldn't like be? A, it's like a drug doge. Who wouldn't be excited? Cleveland Don't Browns fans home. are nutty. They're McNutty. Peyton Pritchard just out here just banging buzzer beaters, yo. Just 26 pick. Get at me. I gotta see this replay. Let's move on. Speaking of buzzer beaters, incredible segue. Let's do a little buzzer beater here, wrap up the show. Doge, I'll have you go first. This is a tough one, man. 
So we're recording this on Wednesday. And uh, as if we needed 2021 to open up any crazier than 2020 had us cruising. Uh, not even a full weekend to 2021. And uh, a bunch of crazed supporters uh, leaving a Trump rally last night start rioting the streets of uh, the capital city, Washington, D.C., um, carried it to the Capitol building today as we were counting electoral votes. Wild. They had to evacuate the Capitol building, uh, senators and, and everyone taken out of the building as uh, people broke in past police lines, broke into the Capitol building, stormed into the Senate congregation. You know, it was just something you've ne- I've never seen before in, in our, you know, my, my short history, obviously, with being a, an American citizen here for only the last 26 years. But uh, it's just, you know, it. we needed someone to just take a hold of what was going on, dude, and it just didn't happen. I mean, it was just absolutely out of control. Um, sad to see, you know, I feel like, you know, the, the protesting that happened earlier in the year in 2020, you know, if, if Black Lives Matter movement made the same push onto the Capitol building or if any sort of, you know, any other group made a push onto it. It's it's rioting, it's looting, it's you know, criminal, it's terrorism. But it was a it was a group of Trump supporters, white mainly white Trump supporters, and they waltzed right in. It seemed like so it was you know a dark day. Uh, just watching the news, just trying to make some sense of it all. But uh, here's the hitting the reset button on 2021, and. Uh, and hoping we can move up from here. But not a great way to start the year, by any means. Yeah, not too much to add, Doge. Just, I don't know. It's terrible. There's crazy people everywhere right now. It seems like the craziest times ever. So here's to hopefully everybody being safe and turning this year around, because it certainly was not a great day. And I probably should have let you go last, because that's not a great one to follow. I know. know. You sent it over to me, but I just just went with it. Well, that's not why. Cheer us up a little, T. Cheer us up a little. I was gonna say, you know who has been having a couple great days, and everyone, you guys thought I was just gonna talk about Jalen Brown. No, 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 no. There's two members of this J team. Oh, two yeah. members. Jason Tatum has also been having a couple great days here recently to start off 2021. Um. <clears throat> He, just coming off a career-high 40 points, had another huge game here against the Miami Heat. I believe 30 points um, in this game. Uh, He's top 10 in scoring NBA right now, top 10 in three-point field goals made. Um, And I just really can't wait to see what this duo can do and continue. They will be one of the few things giving me joy here in 2021. Hopefully, you know, more things will come about on the horizon. But right now, the Boston Celtics and the boys giving me some light, coming off a big W here against Miami Heat. Close one. Shouts out to Peyton Pritchard, late game shot there. Big rookie moment there. Big deal. Wrap up the show. What do you got for us? Yeah, I mean, like Doge mentioned, that was a... Not ideal, dude. It's an interesting day. Not ideal. I think that there were some interesting moments that came about that situation. Um, just the disrespect, I, I would love for people to be included and the peers of mine, family of mine, everyone just to be more educated on subjects and not to just see something that's clickbait online. I think that our society is very in tune with whatever they see on the internet. It's true. 
Um, yes, there are good yeah. uh, articles and good sources of information, but you have to understand how media works. And if you talk about something, you'll see an ad for it. If you search different things, you see ads for it. If you constantly right. go to a few different sources, um, you're going to see that political agenda on there. And I know that I have people that I have much different perspectives, you know, politically, morally, and seeing <laughs> what they have posted, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. And that's why I typically stay out of social media for, for that type of situation, at least. And I know we don't like to get political, and we typically don't, but something that is going to be one of our historical moments. It's not um, really, I mean, I know that they were supporting Trump and like that stuff, but this isn't like, it's not really like political, like you're storming a Capitol building. Like, that's like, like, what the hell is that? Like, I don't know, just like, it's so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. It's just such a ridiculous event. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter who you're supporting in that, let alone, you know, it's certain, somehow the president in this case. Like, that's just unacceptable behavior. Like, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. I, I just, and the, I don't know, just like the disrespect, like, like the photos I was showing you before with the girl smoking her weed yeah. vape pen, sitting in one of the senator's chairs, right? Um, text or like on her phone. And it's just like, I don't know, like I wasn't raised that way where something like that kind of behavior was okay. I don't like getting in trouble regardless. Um, and if those people were, were bragging about it, you know what I mean? Like it's right. something that they're like, oh, look at me. And that just, again, goes into the social media hype that everyone has as far as right. they don't even know half the people that they follow or that follow them on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. But if they get the likes, if they get the recognition, they feel important. And I think that there is more to it than just the likes. And I'm sure that's some mental health in there as well, where yeah. people have to feel certified and okay by somebody else's standards and i think that if we can just be more educated on subjects mm. if we can be decent human beings and learn to be civil with one another in a manner that doesn't result in some sort of outbreak violence i think it goes uh plus two everybody's a lot of maturity so. everybody's been at home all this time they don't have anything to do but stay in their own thoughts or keep like you're saying feeding their mind with the same you know, if you're stuck in the same bubble, you're only going to hear the same thoughts and you're not going to expand on anything or grow or certainly try to understand other things. So that has to play in it too. Like, yeah. And that's just the way it's going right now with you know, the virus and everything and stuff. So I don't, it's just, like I said, unacceptable behavior, like you said too. Right. It's just sad. I, I yeah. would love to see people, you know, exercise any sort of rights to gather and to protest. You know, I'm all about that sort of thing. But when you start exercising, you know, the privilege that you have and knowing that you're going to be safer doing this than other people in America would have been several months ago doing the exact same thing. It's just you're you're taking advantage of a situation. And I can't believe that, you know, more action wasn't wasn't taken immediately mm -hmm. to stop something like this from happening. You know, right. never thought I'd see the Senate doors broken down and people trying to barricade it to keep. That's, a, that's, fucking, that's just absurd. It's fucking movie type shit, dude. Like, excuse my French, but like, that's not even like. It's not real world. If I told you that happened, <laughs> another like, you would just be like, dude, you're lying. Like pre-COVID, last March, we're watching basketball, we're watching hockey. 
Right, you're like, hey man, they're gonna be Talk storming. The they're gonna be storming the Senate game. and get inside and be able to like, they're gonna ride inside the Capitol building. I'd be like, that's literally impossible, dude. Yeah, I was like, nobody can get away with that. Right. So. So. I don't know. Sorry to get political with everyone, but we we gotta just everyone's got a vent. You gotta express all your stuff. We gotta get it going. So. Start the conversation. Did you have a sports buzzer beater, Dale, or are you just going just, for the final wrap-up? I had, like, four warm-ups, including my warm-ups, so probably six warm-ups. No, no <laughs> cool-down? Yeah, the buzzer got beat. <clears throat> Bait and Pritchard with the buzzer beater. Yeah, just hand it, off to, fan, hand it off to Fast PP. I mean, I, I guess we'd go with uh, the Cavaliers are back to 500. You didn't have to have one. I just I wasn't sure. Two. I kind of cut you off. That's why I was asking. No, no, no. I mean, I just I didn't really, uh, you know, didn't really have anything good for buzzer beater. I guess. I guess Bradley Beal ended up with sixty. I know. I wish he would have had more. Lucky. But, I mean, fourth quarter, he, game. he didn't and really have much. Fifty-seven going into the fourth too. Only got three more. Yeah, he had fifty-nine. With I had like, it pulled up a little bit and. Westbrook had the ball a lot in the fourth, so I don't know what that was. Yeah, he jumped Did they up win? From Did like, they win? They lost by five. Okay. It was, like, tied at one point. 141 to, to 136. But the Cavaliers, last time I checked, shot 15% from three. I think 38% overall, or with Yucky. two points. So. Not great. I mean, Not again, bad. I said this before with the when they lost the Knicks, uh, when you shoot that poorly, you aren't going to win games. So, no. I think Chetty Osman, when I checked, was one of fourteen. Chitty. One of fourteen. That is a bad night. Yeah, it's not Kelly Oubre though. One of thirty-nine on non-dunks this season. I don't know if that's been up. Yikes! That's bad. Is that a real thing? Yes. Ew. Yeah, dude. And you know how much he's worth. Because they had to pay into the luxury tax to to pay the luxury tax to get him in. He's worth like ninety million on their cap right now because they had to pay the luxury tax to have him. Yeah, he's gross, dude. Bonds right now. He ain't hitting no buzzer beaters. Let's see what he's got right now. He's nice, dude. Very nice. Very good. Killian Hayes got hurt. Rest in peace. Torse hip, I believe. Kelly Oubre. Bingo, missed it. Good he, for him. He almost airballed that. Like that barely grazed the rim. Anyway, we're talking here like we would do much better. If I had a wide open shot in the NBA, I might shoot twenty percent. We would not be able to create any space, dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they would just not guard. If us. I shot only wide open shots, I would be happy with twenty percent. Dude, right. I'd rather Ben is like six three, and I can barely get a shot off, shot off against him. I can't imagine having Serge Ibaka or Paul George guard me. This is a like great that. start like to this seven-one wingspan. This Clippers uh, Golden State game, they are combined two and nineteen. But That's my, crazy. my point was the only reason why we would buy, uh, be wide open is because they're not going to guard us. So if some reason the NBA players decided to pass to us, we would have to shoot that opportunity. You know what I mean? Like we would, right? Just chuck threes up. Definitely no inside action. Those seven footers would stuff us all day. Yeah, I mean, get embarrassed, getting dunked on left and right. The only way we're scoring in a game is if we get that wide open corner three and we bang it, and that's the or like you know some weird layup. 
What about a league? Maybe like a foul at the end of the game. Good what about free a league with like just the average Joes, like people who like like dads. This is such a wild ending. Dads who say they're like dads. Dude, like oh, I can... got to be dads. Well, like people. You people... must have at least one kid. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just like, like how many times when you, you're like, oh, back when I was young, you know, I could ball out, blah blah. blah. Like if you had like a group of Lavar balls. Versus, like, actual NBA players. And it was, like, a three-on-three league and, like, full dunking, mic'd up, all the trash talking. Full dunking? I mean, like... Might as well. I'm just saying, like, some of these dads probably can't dunk. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, they can <laughs> try to There's going to be no full dunking. <clears throat> but they're playing I'd watch against... it, though. I'd watch it. I think that would make great TV. Well, they used to kind of have that show, but... It was like just a one on one though. It was like pros versus Joes. So, do you ever watch that? No, clearly I haven't because I'm just talking about the show and don't even know to mention it. Whoa, we're gonna watch some of that. I episode. want like a team activity though. Because Dude, like, no, it was sick. It was sick. I'm telling you, it was sweet. It was what you wanted it to be. Like it was like you got to try to some score. Some people the... aren't good at one on one though. But they'd play multiple. Like it was like a competition. Like you, it'd, it'd be like us three against like five pro athletes in five different sports. So it'd be like, we'd go up against, like, a home run derby against Daryl Strawberry. And then we'd do, like, a basketball thing against Kobe or something like that. And then we'd do a soccer thing against Landon Donovan. Like, they always be all the most of the guys would be old, so that actually would work out. But, like, that's what it was like. It was a pretty sweet show. I'll peep it. We'll peep it after this. It's Peace. really, in short, we like talking about sports. Right. We talk, we talk smack when guys play poorly. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> we couldn't do nothing against these guys. I want to start a league no. where I think that we can <laughs> make a difference. <laughs> Somebody's got to talk about the guys doing this stuff, you know? That's what we're doing. Someone's got to talk. Somebody's got to. You know? <laughs> Somebody's got to listen. That's you folks out there. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you for listening. Been quite a wild ride on this pod. Long episode. We appreciate you hanging in there if you're still here on this tail end of this episode. We really appreciate it. Doge, thank you for being on. Pleasure as always, brothers. Big Dill, thank you for being on as well. Thank you, Teach. Thank you, Doge. Good seeing you. 100%. Good seeing you, Doge. Dill. This is the Clubhouse. <laughs>